Hello everyone in BrainTap Nation. We have a very special installment here. We're also going Facebook Live at the same time so that we can share information from a 40-year veteran of the of the trenches, what I call the Rambos out there. She went through her own trials and tribulations, going to tell us a little bit about her story and what happened there. But then she discovered something by going to natural paths and natural remedies and started her own life coaching as well as health coaching business that is just thriving even in these uncertain times because she's doing something that most of you probably want to do work from home and be with your family and also make a living so hopefully um, as i introduce Haley hobson just to just kind of elaborate a little bit about what started you on this health journey because we have so many people in the brain tap nation of course they're going through their own struggles they don't really know what the reason is or how to do it. And you've been there, done that, and now you're a leader of the, in the industry. So share with us a little bit about your journey and then, then we'll take off and we'll, we'll share some health knowledge that you have and what's, what's made you who you are today, a double diamond, presidential diamond, is that what it said? presidential diamond in doTERRA, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if there's very many of those, but I'm sure there's not, so. Uh, I think there's three. There's three, <laughs> so yeah. So out of the thousands of people. So we have somebody here who's done something that others dream about and you put the time, energy, and effort into it. Go ahead and take over, uh, Haley, and tell us a little bit about what got you into all of this. Yeah, I mean, do you mind if I like back up about sure. 10 years and just tell you a little story? Yes, go ahead. So you need to see me. You need to see me. That's actually what I said to the doctor, to a doctor over the phone. And, and I was actually surprised that he picked up at the time. It was, it was just a couple of days after New Year's and pretty much everyone takes that week off and nothing is really open anywhere in the world. <laughs> kind of like what's happening now, right? Yeah. But here's, here's what was happening. I had just in that moment driven back from spending the winter holiday or the Christmas holiday with my in-laws. They live in Kansas City. And I was sick the entire time. And I had actually been throwing up for days. I couldn't keep anything down, including water. And that moment before I called the doctor, I found myself, if you can picture this, like literally sitting in the middle of my stairway in my home. And I couldn't even make it all the way up. My body was exhausted. I had been holding my two-year-old daughter at the time, who I told you about, who's now 10 in the other mm -hmm. room. And I felt like I had failed her as a mom. I was too weak to hold her. I was too weak to comfort her. She was crying. I know she felt how scared I was. And I, to be honest, was crying too. I was scared. So you see, I had grown up with a lot of digestive disorders in my life. And like you told the audience already, for 40 years, I had a stomach ache every single day. And my dad was a doctor. So you know how most people have like a medicine cabinet in their home? Yes. Ours was like a walk-in closet. <laughs> <laughs> and we had what we called like an in-home pharmacy and what we thought was this VIP ticket into urgent care or whatever care or prescription we needed at the time. But this moment while I was sitting on the stairs was really different. And my symptoms were deeper and they were more intense. And now that I know what I know, when I have moments that even come close to something like this, I know there's something deeper going on than just your common cold or flu or headache. Like everything has a rooted reason, right? Mm -hmm. So at that moment, 
I knew I had hit a breaking point and I was failing as a mom. I was failing as a wife and I couldn't even work. And as I said in the past, I did have symptoms, but they were more what I'll call just general stress related. Like I had insomnia, if you want to call it insomnia, I couldn't sleep for 15 years. <laughs> I had headaches, chronic headaches, but compared to what was going on at that moment, it was manageable stuff. But this time, that New Year's holiday, it was completely different. And my skin had started to look gray. I was exhausted literally to the bone. And I had lost 20 pounds. I was 20 pounds lighter than I am now. And worst of all, I, I couldn't even lift my two-year-old. So I decided to get creative and I did what any mom, any new mom would do. I went to Google <laughs> and I found, I found a holistic doctor who, I, who lived six miles up this windy, I live in Boulder, Colorado, and I, in this, up this windy Boulder Canyon. And he's the kind of doctor who worked two days a week. He was booked six months out. But within two days I was in his office, I said to him, you, you need to see me. You have to see me. And I pleaded to him desperately. So he laid me down. I laid down on his table and all he did was check my pulse and look at my tongue. And he told me that my body, and I know you'll relate to this, was in a constant state of fight or flight. And if I didn't change my life right now or then, I would die. I wasn't gonna make it. And I started crying on the table because I knew that what he was saying, I had heard things like from my mom, you need to slow down, or my husband, you need to stop, or you need to take a break. But I knew at that moment when he said that, I knew that I needed to fix something. So I walked out of his office with literally like a kitchen counter full of herbs, Chinese medicine. And I began to follow his protocol along with weekly acupuncture visits. And I started to see improvement in my health, but it wasn't working fast enough for me. So I began, I began this massive journey. And now it's what I actually call my life, like <laughs> healthy hacks and holistic <laughs> habits. But I began this massive journey into many other modalities. So I spent personally a year completing an integrative health coaching certification. And I spent a week in Massachusetts at a raw food certification. And I began juicing before anybody drank any other juices other than Tropicana OJ. <laughs> and I began a supplement protocol to fill my cells with more vitality. And finally, my body started to heal. And all it took in the beginning was real food nourishment and what I call simple lifestyle hacks. So today, instead of being that hot mess uh, or anxious ball of nerves or unable to care for my daughter, I actually, I really do. And I know that you know this because you see all my stories. I feel amazing. And I'm now 50 years young and I wake up rested without an alarm clock. I do run a multi-million dollar business with a team of seven employees. I travel the globe and we're allowed to get on planes again. And I volunteer at every class party or trip my now 10 year old has at school. So for those of you who are watching, my story may not be your story and you may not be exhausted or stressed 
to the max or overwhelmed with like all the things in your life or maybe you are maybe that's why you're here but i do know that we all have a breaking point and i'm sure that every person watching is looking for a better easier quicker way to feel better nourished and by nourished i don't just mean food i mean like even the brain tap right is nourishment like we all need to feel nourished and happy so the things that i love to talk about and i know that you've got a whole slew of questions for me but the things that i love to talk about are ways that you can hack your health holistically and find a more balanced happiness and for me happiness not only includes my physical emotional and mental health but it's also my my financial health yeah well let's start there i think that's very important for our listeners because here you are you went through 40 years of how not to do it you find out how to do it the eureka light goes on there are, i'm, I'm going to tell you there's more people out there like you in that condition than the you today because most people are in sympathetic overload they're 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 using their survivor brain instead of their healing brain and there's a big difference in how the body operates so what would you recommend if if i was being coached by you and i came to you and i was exhausted and sick and not really knowing exactly what to do what would be the first thing as a health hack you would recommend i know it's different for everyone so we're kind of asking you to be general but just take quote an avatar that you're working with your ideal uh client what is what is it you you recommend they do and i know there's when you're coaching i'm sure you're personalizing it but just in general for our brain tap yeah, what, yeah. i mean there's there's three things that for me have really helped me feel holistically whole and more balanced or less stress and the first one is obviously it's nutrition it's getting the right nutrition supplements the gut clean and the whole like mind gut connection operating as as a whole so i pay a lot of attention to what i'm putting in my body on a daily basis like you're probably sitting here going really you're drinking coffee well no i'm not it's like a hot cacao raw cacao <laughs> heated up you know latte with whole coconut milk and superfoods in it and brain octane fuel and so um one of the things is 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 nutrition when we can feed our body well then our body comes alive i mean it's meant to be fed with proper nutrition and in the last i mean i don't know maybe you can help me out with this but i feel like in the last probably 50 years or 40 years like we've taken a dive on how we're feeding ourselves Oh, oh yeah, I mean, there's there's so much statistics out there that show our we don't even get the minerals. If you could be eating all raw food, but if you're not getting it from a good source, it it doesn't have any nutrients because they're they've fertilized it too much or they've over overgrown in that area. So the supplementation we tell people it's not an option anymore. You've no. got to find live, but it has to be live food. You know, a lot of people yeah. say, well, I take Centrum or one a day. Well, there's urinals all over the world filled with those vitamins because they actually go out just in the same format. In fact, somebody said they have a recycling program. They just clean them up, put the stamp, the name on them again and cycle them back through because they don't digest. So when you're picking out a supplement, because that's number one, we, be we believe you can't, you have to feed the body, right? So, and you have to get the toxins out because most problems start with thoughts, traumas, or toxins. So when we talk about live foods and eating healthy, 
what's a good place to start with somebody doesn't know how to evaluate supplements? Well, how do you, how did you evaluate them to find out the one that worked for you? Yeah. I mean, it's been an ever, it's been an ever going journey for me. And it's not like I'm not still learning every single day. And I, just like you're talking about, like, I'm not talking about just the basics, like making sure that you're getting your fair share of like complex carbohydrates and healthy fats and proteins in your body. We all know that or, you know, getting something green on your plate. Like we all know that I'm talking about like pro tips and like, I'm talking about like beyond getting that half roasted turkey and caramelized panini that you ordered at Panera Bread, right? And I know you're like, well, it had kale in it, right? Yeah. And you thought that you were good for a week. I'm talking about like getting the sugar. First of all, here's the deal, you guys, you gotta get sugar out of your diet. Like caramelized means sugar, sugar means inflammation. Inflammation means if not now, it's going to happen soon. So you have got to get sugar out of your diet as a, as a, as a, as a first. And then I'm talking about like what you're talking about, which is supplementing your diet with additional vitamins, minerals, omegas, fatty acids, antioxidants. And I can also promise you, you're not getting enough from your food, organic or not. Our soil is simply not rich or dense enough. <laughs> in the nutrients to support our body's needs anymore. And honestly, unless you're like, have you guys ever seen like those competitive eating contests? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like even if you're, even if your choice of food is all plant-based and raw, you are instead of hot dogs, there's no <laughs> way you can possibly get enough to receive all the nutritional needs that your body needs because the cells in our body are the basic building blocks of all of the life in our body and our healthy tissues, organs, and ultimately organisms depend on cellular reproduction and energy production. But today, in today's world, and, and who knows, maybe it'll get better because not everybody's on the road anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm looking outside, I'm like, is the ocean, so I'm, now I'm in California, I said I was in Colorado, but is the ocean bluer because nobody's been driving? But honestly, like in today's world, there's been so many environmental issues, including, and I know we'll probably get to this, lack of sleep, an overdose of technology, pollution, toxic load, not the best nutrition and our cells are not they cannot operate they cannot function at optimal levels and as we age that cellular function deteriorates and we begin to experience maybe some of you are a decrease in energy or performance and here's the one that that i was like not willing to go down that line with it was mood mm -hmm. mood is mood is major for me like if i wake up and I have energy and I'm happy and I'm productive, it's a win. And that's what my mission honestly is, is to help other people wake up, energized, happy, and, and, and feeling good. Hashtag win, right? So mm -hmm. if you, like, if you need me to like, do like a nutrition for dummies clip notes of what I just said, all it means is like, you want your cells to live. Thanks. Plus it'll help your skin look younger. <laughs> yeah. So then we, we have so, this, this is the first step. So let's talk about, uh, I know that we usually tell people with brain tap, our bodies are designed for movement and, and oxygen. So they have to breathe and move, breathe and move like dance or Tai Chi or yoga or some form of movement and breathing exercise. It's going to stimulate the body. What do you do that, that makes it so that you have, you're now mobilizing those energetic functions and getting the brain to wire around that health 
that health molecule, if you will, that says, hey, today I'm, I'm energized, I'm feeling good, I'm happy. And the body is happiest when it's full of oxygen and moving, you know, so tell us a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it's just interesting because I was just having this conversation with one of my content writers. We were talking about um, literally the topic of consistency and also exercise being something that I'm consistent with. And I said, I said to her, I'm like, I don't know how far we want to get in the subject, but I'm going to give you a little TMI and I'll just give it to you guys here. When I was in my 20s and I started having all my like like I was I was old enough to know that like the digestive disorders that I had were not going to I'm not I don't want to live with this anymore. I started seeing doctors and one of my doctors I'm I'm thinking about it now might have been like a little bit more progressive than, you know, than the rest and he said to me like you got to move your body. And so what I started doing at that time is, and this is a period, like I was like 20. So I, I had grown up as a, as a child, you know, swimming competitively. And then I went to college and it kind of did nothing. And, you know, maybe what, maybe it was like 22 at this point, And I just wasn't really exercising regularly, but I started running and I started going to the bathroom, like, which was a huge <laughs> win for me. So for me, like, you know, fast forward to now, like exercise for me is non-negotiable. Like I literally have like a brain tap wire that goes, if you don't exercise, you don't poop, you know? So yeah. to me, it's like, it's part of my morning routine. Like my morning routine right now, like quite seriously, I wake up, I never set an alarm, but I just don't start my work day until about 10. So I know I'm going to have plenty of time, but I wake up, I usually wake up around 6.30 on my own. I'll do a little scanning of my phone just to see if there's anything that's like emergency. I do my brain tap and then I go down and I do my exercise. Now it's been a little bit more challenging considering the circumstances recently, mm -hmm. but normally I'm a person who I like to go to classes. Like I love somebody to like keep me motivated. Cause here's the other backstory of me. I taught Pilates for 15 years. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more about my, I'll tell you a little bit more. By the way, me. let me just give you a little plug. They need to go to your Instagram, which we'll put in the meeting notes because yeah. you can see this isn't something you're just talking about. You post this all the time. You're, yeah. you're exercising and doing these things. So if you want to follow her, she can, you know, you can get some, some tips on your Instagram page. Yeah. I, my, I my Instagram is Haley Hobson. It's just my name, H-A-Y-L-E-Y, H-O-B-S-O-N. And just like sort of, you know, fast forwarding a little bit out of like that 20 year old, you know, me, I ended up just so you know, I ended up going to law school and I'll tell you a little bit more of that in, 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 a little bit later. And I, and I, and I practiced for five years and then I, I left that career and I, 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 to, I, I became a Pilates teacher. So you heard me say earlier, my dad was a doctor, right? And his, his idea, my mom's idea of success was having a professional career. Yes. And to them, that meant getting a medical degree, an accounting degree, a law degree. And so that's what I did. And so first I went to college, I got a bachelor's degree and just it was like, they're so controlling it. I went to a college chosen by them, not by <laughs> me. And then I went to law school again. It was like a school in their city so I could be close to home. And then I landed, and this is just around the time that I was telling you that I was like having a lot of these disorders and seeing doctors, but I, I landed the dream job the dream job that any first year associate would want. It was a job that paid a brand new associate. I was 26 years old, almost $100,000 a year. This is like 25 years yeah. ago, right? 24 years ago, 25 years ago. So one day I arrived in my office and I was like the 47th floor. I had windows. I was surrounded by this grand view of downtown Philadelphia. And I realized that this was not what I wanted. 
It was not where I was supposed to be. And it was not the life that I was supposed to be living. And this kind of goes back to our conversation now. Like, look, I, I don't start work now until 10. I, I'm designing my life because I know I need this morning routine. And when I would, somebody else controlled my life. I, so there were days I'd be at the office at eight o'clock in the morning. I had a commute. I had, you know, all the things. Like so my life was being run by somebody else. And it didn't feel true to me in my body or in my spirit. And I had that moment, and I'm sure some of you do too, where you, you look at your life and you're like, is this what I want? Is this what I chose? And is this, is this my life, my dream by design, or, the, or, or is this somebody else's? Right. And so, so let me reinforce that because I want the listeners to really understand that. You had the job of your parents' dream, not your dream. And it didn't matter how much money, really, because we meet people every day that hate their job. They don't like it. There's a reason that more heart attacks happen on Monday morning than any other day of the week. And you found that out. So this you had this realization that, hey, this isn't what I love to do. What was that like when you had to when you left? Oh, my gosh, it was so scary. It was like, first of all, let me just tell you, after you've gone through law school and you practice and you're, you've got the job and everything, you you think at that age, you think in your 20s, like, my life is over now because I just prepared for this and now what? You know, so it was like scary to me because I thought like, now I'm like, if I could just be 26 again, <laughs> 25 years in front of me. But I, I was, I didn't know what I was gonna do, but I just knew that I was not following my heart. And where my heart was, was actually in movement. I, like I told you, I'd been running for a couple of years. I started a Pilates routine and I knew I was starting to get obsessed with anatomy. And I knew that what I wanted to do was help people feel freer in their physical body. And so I started a whole new career at that age, which was getting educated and trained to be a Pilates and then yoga teacher. And I did that for 15 years. What did your parents and friends think? Did you oh, they were, they were so pleased that you can imagine, right? <laughs> like they had actually paid for my college and my law school and they're like, okay, now you're going to be a Pilates teacher. That's cool. <laughs> but here's the thing about me. Like I am, and I don't know if you've noticed this about me, but I'm, I'm motivated and I'm determined and I always figure out a way to get things done. And I knew that I was gonna create a successful business for myself. So I don't think that they were really worried. I just don't know if they had the belief factor because they didn't know people who had made a living, you know, teaching Pilates or teaching yoga. And within six months, I had my whole business running and I was doing fine and I supported myself. I, I mean, I, I was making as much money as I was an attorney within a year or two. And, and but, but then I did it again, like 10 years ago when I got sick was that moment again where I realized this isn't what I want anymore. Like I was cycling again and realizing, even though I had supposedly stepped away from the corporate world, I had built all of that stress back into my body and it wasn't what I wanted. What do you say to someone that says, well, that's, that's just you, no one else can do that. There's no one else on earth that could do what you've done because people are gonna look at, you know, to, to do what you've accomplished over these last years, um, most people, it's almost mythical status, right? So what was, when you broke it down and you said, hey, I'm this isn't what I wanna do. And so you get out of it. 
did did you just work through the feelings of that fear and and just do and by doing it went away or what do you think was your what's your secret sauce that the stick to itiveness that because I know that follow through and that's a key to these kind of businesses in especially coaching making making sure people are accountable in doing what they said and and then of course you share their victories and and some of their defeats but tell me what would you recommend to someone because there are people out there right now that are going you know what this is a chance they're out they might be unemployed right now because not by choice so sometimes our choices are given to us as a opportunity uh through some pain and suffering so what would your advice be when they when they feel like cuz if somebody has a positive attitude like you're talking about where you say I knew I was going to be successful so then of course in quantum physics they'd say you have a strange attractor which means that you keep that in mind and then the universe kind of models around your yeah. belief system and mm-hmm. and starts proving you right so what would you recommend uh to your coaching clients yeah well first of all you asked me a little while back I want to circle back here again like what would be the three things you know mm-hmm. that you yeah. would you know tell or tell your client or you know that you have to do and we talked you know about nutrition for a second one of the other things I was going to talk about was what you cover a lot of is the progressive relaxation and grounding and making sure that our mental focus is in the right spot the third one for me is productivity hacks and we can go into depth yes. about any of those yes. um but what I think the what I think the thing is is that most people feel like because it didn't happen yet they don't have a chance. Most people look at somebody else and they go, "Oh, like well, I could never do that." Because they're not for some reason they're like not willing to do the steps. Like what I did, I didn't do in the last year. It's been 25 years of me developing and educating and learning and trying and failing and trying something else and being frustrated and it's kind of like you know the 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 star that comes up on the on the music billboard or the best selling writer that writes the book or becomes the you know pop star and, and you're like oh my gosh like she just came out of nowhere and uh, no that was actually her 10th book it's just that this one became a hit finally um right we we call that in the, in the brain tap world the picasso factor because i don't know if you heard the story but picasso was on the bridge painting and a woman came up and said wow you're picasso will you draw a picture of me and charge me accordingly so he sketched a little picture handed it to her and she said what do i owe you equivalency let's say he said $2000 she goes well that only took you 5 minutes he said no ma'am it took my whole life so that's kind of what you're talking about we people don't understand when you yeah. said that so as you as you think about you know what you're bringing to the population that's what a lot of people don't realize with coaches you've been there you've done that so if somebody's out there who's in pain that needs someone to help keep them accountable you either could do it or do you have people you refer them to if you're too busy i mean how does that work like if somebody says wow i really i really identify with with haley here i want to work with her how would they do that Yeah, I don't I mean I don't send anybody out. I have multiple ways that people can work with me. I have my website is haleyhobson.com and on my website I have, you know, ways I have different courses that people can take with me and because I'm super fascinated by the idea of our thoughts controlling the way that we feel, which ultimately causes us to take action or not and then thereby get a result. I have a whole course on how to consciously create the life and business that you want. I also have a whole course on how to build an online business if say you're somebody who's in this pandemic right now or you've been let out of work and you are in the health and wellness arena and you were like well, 
I need to figure out how to get this online. Like I have a course, I literally am in the middle of launching it right now on teaching people how to understand how to get traffic and convert leads into sales. Like that's all it's about. It's not about posting stuff on social media. I use social media in my stories because I think it's fun. I like it to connect to my audience. I like them to see the inner sneak peeks and the day by day of what's in my life. But really what we're all looking for when we're building a business is how to get traffic and then how to convert that traffic. So I have a course about that. And then I have, I have a doTERRA essential oil business and people who join me and they are interested in building a business like mine, I actually work with them, you know, just because that's the nature of the business model. Okay. Yeah. And for those out there in BrainTap Nation, we, we support essential oils. In fact, we have one of the doTERRA uh, uplines that were working with me uh, actually took our whole library and matched it up to doTERRA oils. So if somebody was, I can send that to you so you can see how it fits into your beliefs. But she said, because a lot of our doctors said, well, what oil should I use with this? And so we use it with a diffuser in the rooms at the clinics where people are doing brain tap. A lot of them like the ones that smell more tropical because they feel like, you know, they just went to Hawaii or something while they're doing the session. But we know that uh, essential oils, which I want to talk about after you give it, we'll delve into those three first. But I really want to know a little bit more about that. We know that when we register with EEG and also with H HRV, which is health rate, heart rate variability, that we can affect brain function just by smelling. And most people don't realize that one of the signs of dementia is they can't smell peanut butter. That's pretty weird. If you can't smell peanut butter, you probably are going to have Alzheimer's. That's one of the signs. So smelling is one of is one of our top sensory organs, really. But if we if it's not working, it's also a signal. It's like the canary in the mind that uh, if people aren't smelling correctly, you know. And I want to give you another dementia or Alzheimer's fact for those of you out there, because my grandfather died of Alzheimer's, so it was super traumatic for me and my dad watching him as a young child deal with that. But I found out about a year ago, I think it was a year ago, that there's a direct correlation between dental hygiene and Alzheimer's. So if you have um, gingivitis, which everybody has gingivitis, it's just like what degree you have it, then that can actually directly impact whether you get Alzheimer's. Or not. So what I'm saying to you is like, we all have bacteria in our mouth, but if we can keep our mouths clean of bacteria or cleaner, you actually have a better chance of preventing Alzheimer's. So some of the ways that I actually handle that is I actually gargle daily, multiple times a day with essential oils to actually clean the bacteria from my, from my gums. That's great. We had a doctor on, uh, one of our doctors, Dr. Rich Applin, that also talked about that in a past uh, podcast. And he was recommending uh, some of this salt, this salt that they use, they, they brush their teeth with it, but also charcoal. Yeah. And since I've been using it, my doctor uh, thinks I'm doing something magical with my gums. I had I had no all ones, you know, when they do the little measurement and he goes, what are you doing? And I said, I'm using charcoal toothpaste. He kind of made an, a weird look, but it really can help the gums. But I would love that that uh, essential oil recipe for that gargle might be something neat to add for, for people to maybe download or do yeah. something because that's uh, there's so much more in nutritional dentistry. It's a big movement right now. And when we're at the American uh, Naturopathic Medical Association now, they probably have three or four speakers all about uh, dentistry because they got, you know, your mouth is so important. And so yeah. I think you're bringing up a very good concept there. So let's let's go back to uh, 
number two and number three. So with this, let's let's knock out how you use BrainTap right now and how you might recommend people using it or progressive relaxation because it would be kind of the same thing. They've got to find some way to unlock the nervous system so they can get out of it. We call it sympathetic survivor syndrome. So mm-hmm. people get so locked in that they don't know how to unwind and relax. And of course, there's lots of ways. Yeah, it's really it. interesting because even when I think I'm unwinding and relaxing, sometimes it takes something like what we all just went through together, like staying home, to really realize like how jacked up our systems are. And I was a person who, like, I keep a pretty heavy schedule. Like, I'm scheduled from the moment, like, well, from 10. <laughs> but, um, you know, from when I start working for the day until I usually have things on my calendar nonstop without really any breaks until five or six o'clock. So I'm just going, I'm going, I'm going, because it's really important to me to not have, to not be working. Like, some entrepreneurs are working at night, and I don't want to do that. And I don't want to work on the weekends. But the other reason I do that also is because I did, before this whole thing happened, I was I was traveling a lot. Like I had so many events. I had probably eight different events over the last two months that were canceled and the half of them were international. Um, so to me, like the idea of progressive relaxation is super important. And in my opinion, you know, a trip to the spa is not gonna, is not gonna fix that or Mai Tai on the beach. Like our brains are cranking. I mean, they might be fun, but, um, our brains are cranking and our nervous systems are constantly in overdrive. And so, yeah, like while a mango seaweed scrub <laughs> can like be another added layer benefit, I think that you do need to have a couple of hacks that you can walk out of this, this live with right now or this class with right now and so that you can go progressively relax. So one of, one of the hacks that I do is I need a, like a 90 minute wind down time at night. Like I can't, I cannot just like go to bed, you know? So I have, I'm not wearing it right now because it's being charged, but I have that aura ring that basically tells me when it's time to wind down. And sometimes I'm surprised. It's like 745. It's like, it's time to go to bed. I'm like, (laughs) it doesn't mean that I have to go to sleep, but I'm starting the wind down process. So like making sure that we're not using screens anymore, making sure that we're not using devices. It's setting up my um, diffuser I have a weighted blanket, no matter how hot it is, I'm using a weighted blanket. I've got a sound machine. Um, and I'm like getting the room set up so that like that, 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 that ambiance is going on. And I'm, I'm training my, you know, I have my skincare routine. I've got the whole, so my body, my brain knows it's like wind down time. And the next thing is, is the meditation. And, um, I have to tell you, I was not good at meditating before I found right now. <laughs> so I like, honestly, the thought of it would like send me into like a higher panic than I was in before I mentioned the word. <laughs> well, one so. thing I think the listeners need to know, when we did our studies with Ames, which is the All Indian Institute of Medical Sciences, we did it brain tap against yoga. And these were yoga people that were, you know, they'd been doing it for years. These It was at the Ames Institute. So, but they were amazed to find that almost every one of them, without a doubt, when they did their meditation on their own, caused a stress response in their body. And they asked me, what did I think of that? I said, well, that's because you're thinking. Meditation isn't thinking, it's observing. That's why they call it mindfulness, right? So what we do, and then when they put on brain tap, that all went away. And they go, why is that? I go, because we're using frequency following response. You don't have to do anything anymore. Your body knows these things. It's kind of like, you don't have to know what every oil does for it to affect the body. The body knows how to take that information 
because everything's all information to the subconscious and then it reacts to it and so these are all things that so people now once you practice for a long time like 20 or 30 years like the buddhist adepts do they get into that state without the stress because they don't have to think anymore that's what the whole ritual thing is and i think what you're talking about at night is so important for our listeners because if you don't prepare for a good night's sleep you're probably not going to have it a lot of people don't plan so they go to bed stressed out and they actually we we've, we've worked with people at the office they, they go to bed and they're they go i wake up and i'm just clenching my fist and my teeth are grinding and i go well when you go to sleep at night what what do you do to unwind and that's when they should be practicing that progressive relaxation you're talking about because the body is like a capacitor it holds a charge it needs to discharge so when you do your discharge it takes an hour and a half or whatever because you're doing all these different things how do you coach someone who's like i don't have time to do this what, what's your what's your explanation to them i mean we all have the same amount of time it's just a matter of how you're choosing to use it like you know this morning was a great example for me like i looked at my schedule and it said like i block out a time that i can work out and move and then I noticed that my assistant had put like 8 to 9.30 as like a workout time. But then at 9.30, she had a Facebook Live that I was doing on my own page. And then at 10, she had a Facebook Live I was doing at another page. And then at 10.30, there was a meeting for an hour with somebody. And then it was you. And I, I'm looking at the schedule and I'm like, I can't finish a workout and just go boom, 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 boom. boom. So I'm going to have to like cut the workout short or I'm going to have to not brain tap because my workout time includes like that block is like all of the, it's like the morning routine. It's like when I take my supplements or whatever. And I just, like, I just decided like, okay, I can work out for an hour or I can work out for 40 minutes. And to me, like, it was more important to do a 13 minute, you know, I did, I think I did the, the concentration um, meditation this morning and then make sure I got my supplements and then, then to get the extra 10 minutes, I was already moving, you know? Yeah. So, um, and I, and I remember like laying there, having the headsets on, this is just literally this morning and thinking to myself, like, cause my head was churning when I was like, I got it on and, I'm, and I was deciding like, should I do it now? Or should I do the work? I can come back and get constant, get, you know, do the focus and concentration before I start working. I said, if I don't do it right now, there's going to be something that prevents me from doing it. So this is more important than the movement right now. So I'm listening to it. And I could tell that my brain was already going because I was already thinking about the calendar and all the things that had to happen. But by the end of it, I know there was a few moments where I was like, and I literally said this to myself, I'm like, okay, there it is. It was like the moment where I could feel like I had, and maybe it was 10 seconds and maybe it was 30 seconds and maybe it was five minutes, I don't know. But there was that one moment where, where I noticed that all I could feel was the pulsing lights and hearing the isochronic tones. And that's that's just what my brain needed to be able to move to the next step. So you just have to figure out a way to get it into your schedule. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's making waking up 15 minutes earlier. You know, another conversation I was having with somebody this morning was, is we have so much we want to do these days. It's not so much that we have to do, we all have so many things we want to do and full transparency. Like, I feel like my evening meditation kind of suffered the last couple of weeks. I was doing two a day because all of a sudden I got addicted to the handmaid's tale. And so I was watching that series on, on Hulu. And by the time I watched an episode at night, I was like too tired. I'm like, I'm going to sleep. I'm ready to go. So I, I was thinking to myself today, well, how do I do it? Do I do the meditation before the Hulu? Do I like, I, do I start the Hulu earlier? Like, 
what am I gonna do? Because it's, I don't wanna sacrifice that, but there's so much I want to do. So it's just about priorities. And that's really like, honestly, the third hack kind of that I, that I, that is, is my thing. It's like, you know, nutrition, progressive relaxation, by the way, progressive relaxation is also, I'm just going to even add, even though it kind of overlaps, like your superfoods, your adaptogens, your cacao, like all those kinds of things are part of your stress reducers. So there's a little bit of overlap there, but I have certain ingredients that I'm putting into my body, reishi mushrooms, that kind of thing that are helping reduce the stress. That's what they're known for. Um, but the third part of, of, my, of my mission, my brand is, is like, how do we get all our shiz done, right? Like, <laughs> how do we get it done? And I'm talking about hacking our level of productivity. And the biggest excuse that I hear from people these days is they don't have the time like you're talking about. And that's a lie. Okay, let's just call it what it is. We all have the same amount of time. But the way that some people are managing their time is sloppy. So one of the like the hacks that I do is I have a very strategic, simple task management system. And you heard a little bit about it because I was telling you about my calendar. The first thing is, is write down all the things that you need to do, like literally list them out. So if I'm doing this interview, that's on the list. If I'm making my cacao, that's on the list. If I'm doing my Facebook Live, that's on the list. If I'm writing my own social media content, that's on the list. Everything's on the list. It could be getting your dry cleaning, whatever. But then every single thing that you write down has to go into a calendar block on your calendar. And I kind of need a dual tasking system. I use Asana, which is a task management. I don't know if you guys use like a project management system, but I use Asana, which is a project management. And I mean, I literally, like I, I'm like looking over here because that's where it normally is, but it's not up on my screen right now. But I literally, I'm, I'm looking at my day, like these are the tasks and then that is where they're blocked out and I'm just following it. I'm just following it. And so if I want, you know, I might need to start tasking my evening meditation back in, even though I never needed to do that specific one because I was like, I'm just do it before I go to bed. But I might need to task my, my, my handmaid's to hell earlier, right? <laughs> because if, we, if, we, if we're not tasking it and we're not project managing it, we all, all of us are, you know, time slips away from us. But the most, I don't want to say strategic, I, that's a bad word, I would say productive. The most productive people are the people that have a lot to do. And they're just figuring out a way to, okay, well, I don't have to do this today. That can be moved there, right? And you guys, just like you, I have a family, I have a dog, I have a home. I have a business to run. I have seven employees to manage, but I still am able to write a whole series of social media posts, run to the post office, record a podcast, have a meeting with my own assistant, draft a new chapter for a book, play a game with my daughter because I simply follow my calendar. And I get it, things come up, emergencies happen. Your day will get hijacked, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> But you just drag the task from one place to another, and then you just follow the calendar. And if you're managing your time well, you will be more productive. And that to me is a brain hack because when you're more productive, it's like the cycle. I'm more productive and then I feel good about myself because I got something done. 
So I will take more action because I'm feeling good about myself. And because I take more action, I'm more productive. One of the brain hacks we use, and we talk about it at the Upgrade Labs event and, th and things like that is, we've, we've actually documented that if you do a brain tap session in the afternoon, on average, you reclaim up to 80% of the energy you had in the morning. So in, in, because we have a device that where we can measure ATP production in the body, uh, how much energy you have and, and how much energy you have across the brain. So that's key. I mean, as you go through the day, the battery gets wore down and the, the lower that battery goes, the less likely you are to make good choices. So <laughs> that's why the food helps, the scheduling. So what do you think when, if there's somebody out there right now because of what's happening with being locked in or maybe they lost their jobs and they're thinking about starting a home-based business or just doing something they always loved to do but didn't, didn't know how to do it, what do you see are the biggest mistakes people make and how do you coach them to avoid those? I think the biggest mistakes is honestly not starting. Like just giving up before you have even started. Just like what we talked about earlier, like just deciding like, oh, she was lucky or I can't do what she does or there's so much to do, you know? But like everybody else with the Picasso story, with my story about like where I am and where I've come over the last 25 years, it's just like, are you willing? Like, what do you want? And are you willing to do what it takes to get there? You know, I coach a lot of people, not just on the actual like, um, you know, thoughts that they're having that will create the results that they want. But I coach a lot of people on, specifically on like digital marketing uh, strategies so that they can build, they can get that audience, that traffic convert it and build their own business. And what, mo what I notice is most people are just so overwhelmed with the idea of things to do. But then I go back to the project management. I'm like, okay, well, here's what you gotta do. And I'm just gonna get like super techie for you guys for one second. But I'm like, if I want, I have this new idea for like a new business that I wanna create, I'm not gonna do it right now. It has nothing to do with what I do right now. But I was like, if I was going to create like a fitness app and do a whole like online fitness class online, what would I do? I'd create like a guide five workouts in a binder and that might be like a freebie online digital guide and then I would have to drive traffic to the ad so how am I going to do that maybe I'm going to go live on Facebook maybe I'm going to connect with certain influencers or or athletes to go live with me I'm going to get those audiences that are watching the lives I'm going to convert them onto some type of webinar or other platform where they'll then buy the app right then on the app, I might have like, for the app users, I might have like a mini course on how to do X, Y, or Z. Maybe how to build your own home-based gym, literally in your garage. Maybe I'll be an affiliate for all those different manufacturers. Like the ideas are endless and does it seem overwhelming and would it take probably six months to a year to build? Yes, but like we can all do anything we want if we just remember that it doesn't have to happen yesterday. So here we are, we're talking with a seasoned professional, life coach, wellness advocate, uh, and she's sharing with us her insider secrets on what she's calling health hacks, so or simple health hacks, right? So when, you, when you're seeing this, we're, we're about to wrap up the call today, but what do you think, a lot of people wanna know, what was your most, when you were going through your trials and tribulations, what was the book that inspired you the most, do you think, that, that caused you to 
um, catapult you or what knowledge did you gain that said, hey, I, because obviously in law school, they didn't teach you to do Pilates uh, or, you know, sell essential oils or, you know, teach people how to be healthy. So you had to learn all this outside of college. So um, what is your what do you find is happening? What is the let's say just one one of your motivations so that maybe the listeners can start tapping into your brain by going to the resources you've used besides brain tap? I mean, what else have you done? Yeah, I mean, I just I really love to follow people who are, you know, living the lifestyle. So when I wanted to learn how to build an online business, I found mentors who had done it and I, you know, followed their social media accounts. I subscribed to their emails. I took their courses. And then I didn't just buy the course, I actually listened to the modules and implemented it, right? You know, when I when I was going through my my yoga training, my Pilates training, I, I, I usually always found like a guru that I loved in the industry. And I would, those were the classes that I love to go to, like they resonated with me. So what voices are you hearing? And I, you know, and, and, and you know, on your app, for instance, like, I mean, I'm not just saying this, but like, I like listening to your meditations better than anybody else's. So that's what helps me unwind. So you got to find the voices that resonate with you. You got to find the people that are, that are authentically living what you, where you want to go. And I think mentorship is, is massively important. And if you can get out there and you can find a handful of people that you want to follow and see what they're doing. And then eventually if you realize like you want to learn, I, by the way, I have a course, it's called healthy habits and holistic happiness. I forgot to mention this. But it's a it's an it's a it's an eight module mini course, very inexpensive, and it teaches you a lot of these different hacks. Whether it's in your kitchen, reorganize your kitchen, your bedroom, sleeping better, getting the supplementation in. But maybe that maybe it's me. Maybe I'm your mentor. Maybe you take that course, and then maybe you like it so much that you join the monthly membership that I have. That I well, I don't have it. I'm developing it right now for October, where every month I deliver things and get in your face and do training and coaching with you. Maybe it's that, maybe it's a specific fitness instructor you like, maybe it's a specific meditation instructor that you like, maybe it's a specific online business guru and you go take one of their courses or you go to one of their events. You know, one of the things that I wanted to do this year was go to the, go to the biohack conference that you talked about got canceled. Um, but like, I'm into all of that stuff. So what's better than to come and learn from the people who are literally developing the products. That's great. So how much time do you think you spend during the day or week that you budget for learning? Because there's a lot of people out there say, well, I've already learned enough. I'm an expert. I can like with me, we we spend I spend at least an hour a day, not just brain outside of brain tapping. I do that as well. But I mean, reading new books, I have to stay ahead because neuroscience and what's going on is just crazy right now. Everybody wants to save their brain, which is a good thing. But how much time do you spend actually working on yourself or working on a future project that might not even start, like you said, till October. I mean, how many people are doing that out there right now? Long-term visions are very important. Yeah, it's hard to say because I feel like a lot of the things I'm doing already are things that are actually causing me to learn. So for instance, I'm in, a, I'm in two different masterminds and I might open up my phone and have, you know, 50 boxer messages from like one of the masterminds. And as I'm listening to the messages, like, I'm learning different things and I can pick and choose what I want to do, but there are, you know, four live events for each mastermind. So this, this, this past month or two, they were virtual, but I'm like two weeks ago, I spent all day for two days in an online mastermind. Um, when the pandemic first hit and everybody was going virtual with everything. I mean, there was like, I, I, I was like on digital overload. I was doing so much consumption of information that I wanted to learn. But on a daily basis, I would say at least an hour. And it's not that I'm necessarily picking up a book and reading it, 
but like I just had literally a meeting right before I was with you with my writer and she is helping me develop this course. I, I have so many things I'm working on right now. Yeah. I, have, I have the membership site I'm developing, but I'm October. I'm also a brand new course that I'm going to be creating that's called how to build an online business in any wellness industry. So we're literally mapping out like the vision for that now and the modules. But as I'm dictating my strategy, I'm also learning from her. So it's like constant consumption of information. And, um, you know, being, like I said, in different mastermind groups, I have a, a group, I have an accountability group of seven different business entrepreneur women. And even though a lot of it's humor and fun, we're all, we're learning from each other. So I would say it's at least an hour a day of like consumption. So that's great. So there you have it. Uh, Haley shared with us her life history up to this point in a synapsis uh, form here, but you can go to her website. We're gonna post that below. HaleyHobson.com, which we'll have it in the no notes. Go there, check out her notes, subscribe to her Instagram and Facebook, follow follow Haley because she's gonna show you how it's done. She's a, She's been out there doing it and you can see every day what she's doing. She's having fun too. You know, you usually have a, a smile a on your face. <laughs> yeah, so what, are, what do you wanna leave our listeners with today? Uh, you've, shared, you've shared a lot of great knowledge, but what what's the one thing you want them to leave with and say and remember about your your time here with BrainTap on the podcast. Yeah, I guess I would just say, and I kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier, but you know, you all deserve a better solution to your own health and wellness or your own nutrition than popping like one of your kids' gummies, right? Or ordering that kale salad that you don't want to eat. You deserve, you deserve better ways of coping with your stress than gra grabbing another of your favorite caffeinated beverages from from Starbucks or binging on, or or I should say binging on The Handmaid's Tale. Right? Yes. <laughs> I think a lot of but, people are going and watching things they wouldn't normally watch and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you deserve, but with The Handmaid's Tale, I mean, that's a whole other subject with what's going on yeah. right now. I'm just like fascinated with that. Yeah. But, you know, I, I just think that you, you all deserve to, to have better systems in place so that you can take your time back and I think that you deserve to have a better way that you can hack your, it's all about productivity or an organization. And you, you can hack your productivity so that you can relax. You can schedule in your relaxation. You can schedule in your nutrition. And if you have your nutrition and your, and your, and your uh, relaxation and your productivity hacked, you are gonna wake up every single day to the sun smiling, feeling energetic, having dig a digestive system that's at ease, going to bed at night because you naturally fall asleep, not because you're laying, and you know, you're talking to somebody, I think I mentioned this earlier, 15 years of insomnia, I was on sleeping medications yeah. for 15 years, pharmaceuticals, okay? You deserve, I felt like I deserved to have all of that, and I'm walking evidence that you can create whatever you want, it all starts here. So there you have it. Thank you again for sharing your time. I know you're very busy. Oh, you're but, welcome. Uh, BrainTap Nation, go ahead and like this. Share it with anyone you know that needs some health hacks. She's she's imparted some very good wisdom for you, and she's applying it daily. So you're going to check her out on her social media links and maybe subscribe to her newsletter. And if you're willing to step out of your comfort zone and start your own home business, she's even got training for that. So go research. I've been following you for 
as long as we, we, we got connected from one of our guys on uh, social media, saw you and what you were doing, we said, wow, this is somebody we want to follow and, and learn some tips from ourselves. So again, share this with people each month or each week, depending now we're doing a little bit more than usual because of what's going on with Facebook Live as well. But share this with your family, your friends, and let them know that there is a possibility. They don't have to live in stress. They can the stress can be happening, but it does not have to affect their physical body. So if you get the physical, mental, and the emotional self in place, then you'll be able to be that spiritual person that you want to be and have that joy, love, and happiness that's part of our life. So thanks, everyone. We'll look forward to, again, tuning in next week for another Facebook Live and a brain tap session. Thank you. Hayden. Thank you.